News Talk ZB and the New Zealand Herald present Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, demystifying your finances. Hi, I'm Francis Cook. Welcome to the show. People often say it's the simple things in life, and that's certainly true when it comes to money. Most of the things you can do to improve your financial situation are pretty simple. But it's one of the very simplest things you can do that will bring you the most happiness. You just need to actually use your savings account. This is from the ANZ Financial Wellbeing Survey, which looks at not only whether we're coping with our money, but also how we feel about it. Among the results was a very interesting one for those of us who want to feel more in control. The two biggest changes to increase your money happiness are not borrowing for day-to-day expenses and to save some money regularly. These lessons applied no matter what income people were on, and even saving a little bit had a powerful effect on financial well-being. There's just one problem. A quarter of the New Zealanders surveyed had absolutely no cash savings. Everyone's situation is different, but frankly, I just don't believe that one in four of us doesn't have enough money to even save $10 a week. So, what can we learn from this research to help us all feel happier about our money? News Talk ZB presents Cooking the Books with Francis Cook, boosting your business confidence. I'm joined now by ANZ's General Manager Wealth Products, Anna-Marie Lockyer. Now, I'm very excited to talk to you about an underrated aspect of money because people quite like to talk about investing or home ownership, and that's all a bit sexier than saying, hey, you need a savings account and to regularly put money into it. But it turns out saving is something that will really improve your relationship with money and how you feel about it. This research that ANZ has released showing that for those people who don't feel good or in control of their money, the two biggest things they could do was to not borrow for day-to-day expenses and start saving some money, and suddenly they start feeling a lot better. Were you surprised by that result? Look, I think in the past we've thought about people being you know, financially literate and having good financial knowledge. I think the great thing about looking at financial well-being, which is far more holistic, is we can really start to narrow down on what behaviours really affect people's confidence with money. And, and surprisingly, these two behaviours that came out most strongly were not borrowing for everyday expenses and active saving. It's so interesting because it actually, it takes it out of, like you say, takes it out of just knowing what you should be doing. It actually puts it into the human perspective of what makes you feel better. And I think it's a very important relationship with money there. Yeah, I, look, I think there was probably four main groups in the research um, across New Zealanders. I guess that sort of no worries group, a quarter of New Zealanders who kind of think, you know what, I'm okay with money. I'm prepared with my money. And they kind of look like this. They're more likely to be a bit older, uh, more likely to be male, Mm. um, probably well-educated, have higher average incomes, and are in a relationship where both people are savers. Ah, I should not tell my husband that because he's a saver and I'm a spender, and I should not tell him he could improve his options. (laughs) (laughs) So when we look at a person's financial health, how important is it to have this savings account or emergency fund, whatever people want to call it, but money that you can call on in a crisis that's not tied up in investments or mortgage or whatever? Look, I think it's really important, as evidenced as one of the most important behaviours that make you feel confident with your money. I think an unexpected event can happen to anyone at any time. 
um, loss of a job, mm. getting sick, maybe even having to repair your house or your car. So it's smart. It's smart to have some emergency funds set aside. And remember, you can only access KiwiSaver, for example, that you've been saving up in cases of really extreme hardship, and that's going to affect you down the line. So I think it's really important to start thinking about saving a few months' income to set aside for those expenses that might come out from left field. Well, exactly. Nobody's got a crystal ball, and I think that you do have to be prepared, and that would obviously make you feel a bit better if you actually get into that. So there was another result that talked about the level of savings that made a difference. So people with $1,000 in savings still didn't feel super great about their money, but then if they had ten to 20000 in savings, they started feeling a lot better about things. Now, here is where personal finance nerds start to bicker amongst themselves because obviously a savings account, it's cash. It won't earn a whole lot of interest. But, you know, you mentioned the KiwiSaver hardship grants there as well. You know, you still have to fill out a lot of paperwork and wait for that to be processed. So if you get fired or something awful like that, you need a buffer against bad news. But people will bicker over whether you should keep one month of what your save of what your expenses are in savings. Some people say three. Some people even say you should have six months of your expenses in a savings account, which is a pretty big goal to me. Do you have a position on how much someone should have tucked away but easily accessible in savings? Yeah, look, I do. Um, I occasionally put a little budget together for the household, <laughs> and um, and I always say to myself, I want to have three months, mm. three months of savings set aside to cover my everyday expenses for myself and my family if something goes wrong. I know that if there's, you know, a drop in income or if some big expense is going to come, I've got levels of protection or insurance to help with some of those. But you know what? Three months helps me decide how I recut our spending patterns in the household, how we might look for additional income options and how we might be able to just solve our way through this problem. So so three months is my golden rule. Um, but remember, three months spend is going to be different for every person. So, so look at what you spend today. Be prepared to have a few months out that gives you the chance to get on top of your money again. Exactly. And I think even that putting together a budget, working out what your expenses are and figuring out what that three-month goal would look like, maybe you can't put aside the entire three months. That might be difficult for a lot of people. But even figuring it out and working towards it, Surely that would help. This is all about your relationship with money. Surely that would help. You know what? Just doing a budget helps. You know, mm. It helps you realise how much you really are spending. What I, what I was really interested in that came through the survey was this act of saving, and you've touched on a few numbers that came through the survey, but that $1,000 seemed to be that magic number for people that their confidence increased after they had $1,000 of savings. Mm. And I don't know. Look, it, it's hard to get into that savings habit. Um, and as parents, we have a good big role to play because I think, and as I tell my kids all the time, it's really important that you start young. Start young and save for the smallest goal. When you've seen that you can achieve something, then you'll set your sights on your next goal and your next goal after that. Absolutely. I think that's some really good advice there. I've got to say another thing I found very interesting, there was this difference between renters and homeowners. Um, those people who were renting were the most likely to have no savings. Meanwhile, those people with a mortgage were feeling pretty confident about their finances and, of course, even better for those 
who owned a house with no mortgage. But then I think that's pretty unsurprising. Of course, you're feeling good if you've paid off your house. But I was a bit worried about those people renting are the least likely to be saving money and also probably not feeling very good then. But if you're wanting to buy a house, even if you're managing to stash away in KiwiSaver or whatever, the banks do still like to see a good track record of of savings, right? Absolutely. Look, there's not many places, or you can't buy homes these days without a deposit. So I think those that are renting are saving to buy their first home or or their second home or whatever it might be. Um, What I don't think they're doing on top of that saving for their first home is starting to put another set of savings aside for a rainy day or if they see a drop in income. So I think that's where um, the survey kind of goes, if you're renting, you're not putting that extra buffer savings account to help you out in those times of need. And absolutely, the bank is there to help um, help, help their customers start getting on top of their money, knowing that their goal is their first home. An increasing number of New Zealanders obviously are getting into their first home now. They're using KiwiSaver to help them get into their first home, but they're saving on top of KiwiSaver. And I think there's a really good and a really nice thing about that, that they're seeing the benefits of saving and saving such a large sum of money out of their income to help them get onto the property ladder and get a roof over their head for their future. What's really important, I think, is they see the benefits of that saving so that they can start saving again after they've bought their first home, more so to start then creating that buffer for rainy day events. Absolutely. And I think... What really got me about this research is it put something that maybe I knew it at a deeper level, but I was actually really surprised and not expecting some of the results that you guys got from this, that actually even just starting saving made you feel better. And I think it's when you start doing that, you're not just taking control of your finances, you're taking control of your life a wee bit because some people talk about it as a rainy day fund. Some people talk about it as an FU fund, which I think people can work out what that stands for. But, you know, the ability to say, actually, I have this money saved and I can walk away from a bad situation, whether that's job or, you know, your home life or whatever else. I was surprised at how much impact it could have on your well-being. But maybe again, maybe I shouldn't have. I think you're right, and having um, having obviously researched, published the research, and met with a number of very, very knowledgeable people around financial literacy, they all said so. The Commission for Financial Capability and Dr. Pushpa Wood, they all said that the findings today really do um, complement the findings that we see elsewhere in New Zealand and internationally, and that whilst we're surprised because our thinking about what financial knowledge and financial well-being is has changed over time. I think it, it hits the nail on the head in terms of how important it is for people to take control of their money so that they can make the decisions for themselves. And, and you've touched on a few of them already, but to have the independence to make the decisions for what you want to buy on the weekend, where would you like to have brunch? In fact, when you can get your car fixed if it breaks down. Mm. All right. Well, thank you so much. That's Anna-Marie Lockyer from ANZ, some really interesting research. Now, if you have a question about this or any other personal finance topic, do get in touch with me. Take your pick of the social medias. It's Francis Cook Journalist on Facebook, Francis Cook on Twitter, and Frankly Snapping on Instagram. Those links are all in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe on the Apple Podcasts app or iHeartRadio. 
And until next time, have a great day. And that's Francis cooking up your business confidence for another week on News Talk ZB.